Bez Hashem continues in Simon Kufla with Ches Siv Kotin Gimel, Shinra 319, and we are discussing here not to end the parasha less than three psukim from the end of the parasha because of Nichnasim and and those who come in late and leave early, and those the people who will not understand and think that you can have an Aliyah for only in the two psukim. The Mechaber at the top of the page tells us, Don't start from the parasha less than three psokim. Why? Once again, because those people who will be coming into the shul, they're going to say the person only laid two psokim from the beginning of that aliyah, of that place. Explains the Mishnah, what does this mean? This whole discussion is But if you call the first Aliyah, and you finished the two after the parsha, meaning after the pay, as we had learned, or after the Samech, and the Bracha was already made. The second person gets the next aliyah should not go to the beginning of the parsha, as we discussed yesterday. But he should pick up from where the person, the first aliyah ended, and then continue. Why? As we said earlier in Sifkat and Aleph, we're not going to be, <coughs> excuse me, machmer because of the concern of those coming in late. Or leaving early. Now, we want to make sure we do things correctly, even to be concerned for those coming in late or leaving early, that we shouldn't give them the assumption to think, the room to think, that the aliyah was only two psokim. But if the bracha achreina was already made, we just go further, further, move on to the next, next part. Sivkotin dalid. The Ramah says, There's no difference between the parish of Sukha and meaning the same halacha by the pay is the same halacha by the Samach. Don't leave less than three psukim at the end. Now, what happens to the parish itself is only two psukim. So, last night when I gave this, they asked me, is, is there such a case like this? I'm saying, if the Ramah is giving an example, so it's not we can assume there's such a case like this, right? Why, why are they giving. A theoretical case that doesn't exist in the practical halacha sefer here, right? So someone to suggest by by the nuns, right? That maybe you know, yeah, by even so, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that, that's what's called like a parsha. You know, even it's not a payer samich, but they refer to that as a parsha, correct? Right? Okay, that's also perhaps either way. So he says, so parsha shein the rak shneip sokim mutal sham. You can leave over. Less than three psokim and start from over there. Why? So explains the Mishnah Bruro. What's the line, So the next um, 15, 20 lines will be explaining why why it's not a problem. And he says like this. What's the line? L'shayer eitz la parsha to leave near the parsha. Ve'ain lachosh mishum hayoitz and shiyomer hakoyri achor of leikar elish name psokim. We're not concerned for the people coming afterwards. We'll say that the person who is laying next is only laying two psokim, and you're not allowed to lay two psokim. Right? The whole she'en roi in shinoi, 
Whenever you don't see a shinoi, what's a shinoi? Shinoi means something which is different than the norm. If you don't see a shinoi, then we're not concerned that people will say you're doing something wrong. The dafki maniach shnei psokim b'parshishim saimbo. It's only in a situation where you leave over only two psokim when you should have left over three. That's when we come to a scenario of being chayshish, of being concerned. But if you finish the parasha, that's, that parasha is only two psokim. What's the problem? There's no shinoi, there's no deviation from the norm. Why didn't? So too. Shemotelikroi, ha parasha hazoi. You can read this parasha as well. But say if Masha Karla Fenel, Ulasik Acharel. You can read this parasha to Psokim with Psokim from before, as, as well with Psokim afterwards. We're not concerned of those people coming in afterwards. That people will say, only lay in this parasha, which is only to Psokim. Because when are we concerned only in a general situation where the parsha does not end and then the person is ending two psukim before as opposed to three, that is incorrect. Why? Because that's a deviation, a shinui from the norm. Because we will ask, why didn't it just end properly? In the right place. As opposed to the case we're discussing now, where he did conclude where the parsha does end. There's no reason to be concerned because it's a tupsuk in parsha, so that's all it's done. It's not a problem at all. However, that's the first opinion. The second opinion is a couple lines over here, just explains that, that there are those that want to suggest that we should not do this to even though the parasha is only to psokim. Nonetheless, unless it's a case like which you only have a psokim, which you have to go backwards, you have no choice in the matter. In that case, um, then we will rely on this approach that that is the parsha. The parsha is less than uh, the ten psukim, if you will. But say if my shekarla fun again psukim, you're gonna have to go back the th- previous three psukim from the previous parsha sheish barak shnei psukim that only has two psukim. Avak yeshikarim parshas hashavua be say the pinchas. But if you're learning, for example, parshas hashavua in parshas pinchas in perik chof ches pasuk tes. Don't stop Don't stop after Shabbos. So too, other places that have a small parsha. Once again, in the same topic here, Also, in the beginning of Parshas Pinchas, and the pasuk says, and it was after the Magefa, which we'll have shortly. Right? So, if you take a look over there, there's a hefsik, there's a pause in the middle of the pasuk. Okay? Perichavav, pasuk aleph. So he says, should we be concerned that a person is going to think you should be stopping there and, and, and then you have to stop earlier? Like, what's, what's going on with this? So he says, you're permitted to stop in the previous pasuk right before perichavav. And we're not concerned that someone's going to say, oh, the next aliyah, the next pasuk, 
he is only a half a half a pasuk because of the stick right there. There's a stop right there. Why we're not concerned? He explains. There's no concern, no chash of people to think that you read only a half of a pasuk. That 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 no one's thinking. Shahakol Yoidin, everyone knows. Sha'im is Saim Beemsa Pasik Afa Pishesh from Parsha. Everyone knows that you don't stop in the middle of a parsha, even though there's a psik. There is a pause in the middle of the Pasik. So that's not a concern. Now the Ramah ends with a klal, with a rule that we find for Kolatarakula. You should begin with something good. And you should end with something good. Says the Ramah, You should begin with something good and end with a good topic. Now, how do you define good? How do you find a good topic? So we're going to see in the Mishnah, a good topic means a good topic, something that happened good for Klai Yisrael. Something that happened good for the Umas Ha'ilam, the nations of the world. That's not, that's not how we define that's good for us. And he says over here, because the Toivas Gilulim, the good things happen for the idol worshippers, it's not that's not called good. Maybe good for them, but that's not what we're referring to. When we say don't conclude with the Dovara, that means a Dovara for Yisrael. Don't end with something bad. Negative thing happened for Klai Yisrael. So this is now we have here a a sensitivity. One might think, does it make a difference what Aliyah or or what you're talking about to who you're talking? And the answer is yes. If someone is blind. Or someone has a specific problem, as we'll see over here, an issue. Don't try, try if you can, avoid calling him up for that aliyah. Right? One might have the mindset, oh, it's all Tyra. Yes, it is Tyra. Therefore, be sensitive. That's exactly the point. It says the Sefer Hasidim once again, Yizar Chazan. The Chazan here means the Gabbai. Yikra, Lemish, Iver. You shouldn't call someone who's an Iver, or a or a person who is lame, is a, is a limp. Or a person who has, a, I guess, some type of deformity in his head. Don't call a person off for Nalia who is suspect for immorality for the parish of Arayas. In all these different scenarios, let's have a sensitivity. When the Balkaira is laning, the Chazan is laning, he should not have someone specifically in mind when he's laning the brachas to have that person in mind. As well, he should not, should not have someone in mind when he's laning the Klolis to have that person in mind, Chazan either. Now you look at it as a question, well, the Klolis you can understand. Of course you can't have someone in mind. What's wrong with having someone in mind for the brachas? Vahatam, he says, Your intention should be not for a foreign, any other 
purpose concept. Perhaps also, if you, the Balkari, the Chazan, have in mind for a specific person, for Shimon, it could be what you're doing now is you are excluding others, right? I, I think that could be. Like if you think about that specific person, uh, my only hesitation with Abshah, because I heard recently, as I'm saying this, my, my, I'm reminding myself, I heard recently that Rabbi Chaim Brisker, Rabbi Chaim Soloveitchik, asked the Meshe Chachma to have him in mind by Birchus Kahanim. Now, the Vinsk and Brisk were not next door. <laughs> okay, so you see, right? So, so, but over here, what he's telling us, that's by Birchus Kahanim. Here he's telling us when you're laying, don't have it, you have everybody in mind. The Shem Shemayim, one mindset. The assignment of Toiv ain't assigned to me, the Misha also my Sarah. Don't conclude the me with a person that did something wrong. Okay. That was Simon Kuflam Ches, Klach. And now we continue with Simon Kuflamid Tes. Okay, the next Simon. This topic here is Say the Kriya Satoya Obirchasel. The order of the laning and its bracha. Says the Mechaber In the scenarios we're discussing, where the person gets the aliyah, he actually lanes out loud. If he did not prepare the parsha two or three times beforehand. Loy Yala, he should not go up for the Aliyah, he should not go up to, to, to lane it. Says the Mishnah Rura, Loyale, on the next page, in some editions, right? Even though he was called up for an Aliyah. So in those days, once again, we're talking about a case where the person who got the Aliyah, he also laned. The Gemara tells us there are three things God forbid will shorten a person's life. One of those three is a person who is given the Sevet Torah to, to read and he doesn't. Another is given the opportunity for an Aliyah and he doesn't. So how come over here we're saying he shouldn't go up? Here is a different story. Here, it's because he has to first prepare himself properly. Meaning, there was a preparation factor that took place that has to be done before he prepared himself, and then he delved into it, investigated the situation. Fine. So that is one point. I want to suggest like this. We're saying that uh, one is that a person was so why would that be this is what I want to suggest. Perhaps like this. What is the it's representative of Chaim, of life. So a person who's giving the Chaim and he says, no, thank you. Like, what? What does that mean? A person is giving, he's giving the Netzach Netzachim. So if he's refusing, so then that's short in his life. He's giving the opportunity of Chaim. He's, 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 he's no, no, thank you. There's also a person should not, if a person is giving Kaysa Bracha, 
also he should not refuse. Now, there are also exceptions to that rule. Let's say there's a godel, let's say uh, someone who's, who's bigger than him in, in the room, or persons didn't realize there's a coin, so maybe ask the coin, something like this. Then there are um, reasons to, to give the other person the covet. So he said that in Pasha scenario the place that the chazan lanes. So he has to go and organize it first. Says the Mishra have cut in base with if you don't have him, someone who um, prepared it and organized it beforehand, so we are lenient in order to avoid the lack of the laning taking place, so just as long as the person knows that uh, the timing, the laning, the kriya, right, then uh, the trap, as we call it, then he can he can go up. And then you read in front of him, you help him out, quietly, in other words, you see this sometimes where, where they say, does anybody know how to lane? Right, because it's uh, I don't know summertime where it's a minion where the, there's no official balkaira. They don't just see so they they ask the guy. Does anybody know how to lane? So finally, after no one goes up, someone says, "Okay, listen, help me out." So, well, sometimes what they do is like they'll in an undertone they'll read along and help him out, or sometimes sometimes like this is actually a little a little confusing sometimes where the the gabai will do some hand motions. For the for the balkaire, you're right. You know, you know to 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 see it a little. I tell you, I I've gotten aliyahs when that takes place. To me, it's very distracting. I saw the bar mitzvah once, and I I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I. I was trying to figure out. What's he doing? Also, yeah, steal second, right? <laughs> you know, it it to me was very distracting. Apparently, some balay kriya, they're able to see with their left eye and see with the right eye what's going on and still like, you know, Dargo Tavir, right? You know what I'm saying? By the way, I'm not about curry as you see. Okay. <laughs> so um, okay. The point is you can help him out if you have another choice. The Allah here is if Aleph, what we do want to notice, and it's covered at Sibur. It's covered at Sibur. If you're getting a Leah, if you're let's talk in our generation, if you are being called up to lane, and this is very important especially for younger by mitzvah bachrim, not when they're actually 13, but but when they're you know teenagers and they're laning, they have a chance to lane. Their maturity is not there yet. They also have to be taught to make sure that they know it well, they prepare it well. You're laying in front of the seabird. You have to have the proper covered seabird. Siv base mechaber says mishani yadei likras tzarich limchayis biyadish lo yalul seivate. A person who does not know how to read, so he should tzarich limchayis biyadish. He should not get daliyah. Ve'im zrichim lazer sheino yadei likras lefi. Unless you need him to get the Leah, and there's no other Kayin or Levi besides for him. So if 
he's able to be assisted and he'll be able to lay and have word for word, then he can still get his aliyah. Even in this case, when there's no other coin, there's no other levy, we're saying in that case, he says he should still not get the aliyah. What would he do? Bim coin, in place of the coin. Sivkotin dalit, sarich limchais, mitoch divayamechabra muchach. From the words of Machabra, you can see very clearly, da filu im yoch likroi simashtir tsibra milu bimilo, mitoch aksav gamkin en likroisoi, kevin shioch likroi lacher. If you have someone else who can call for the aliyah, you have someone else who can call for the aliyah, then the call of that other person, as opposed to this person, who you'll do, you'll feed him the words. That's also bidyevid. And if there's a different coin to call up, you'll call up the other coin. However, from the words of the Torah, as well as from the Rosh that's brought from in the Beis that you can call up even that Koyen or Levi or even the Yisrael, if you will, for that Aliyah and help him feed him the words so he will be able to properly get the Aliyah. As we'll have to see the halacha, next halacha, that we should not be machmer with this. And you can call up the person if you're able to feed him the words. Says the Mishmur for the Sifkat Nei, Lo Yale, so the person who cannot read the words should not go for the Aliyah. It's forbidden to read even one letter, one ois that's not written down. From you have to read it from the from the from the cloth, from the ksav that has to be written. So they ask the bar mitzvah sometimes. So you know your pasha by heart, and all of a sudden they get a little nervous. I mean, no, 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 not really. Well, that's good because you're not allowed to read it by heart, which you should know is one of the concerns that some of the aliyahs the Bar Mitzvah know by heart because they just like played in their head like a tune, like a song. And the concern is, a, a, a teacher, a Bar Mitzvah teacher told me, he says, you have to make sure that they're looking inside and they're reading from the Ksav. Not that they're just like running through in their head. Okay. We're going to stop here by Siv Gimel with the Mishtarura and pick up Mitzvah Jem next share. Even the Roshak Nesses, the head of the shul or the Chazan, should not read until he is instructed and asked to read.